Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Just me tonight, guys. JC's uh, working somewhere else tonight, and we're happy to have uh, you joining us and happy to have you a part of the Liberty First efforts the dedication to liberty first liberty over security principle over party and truth over your favorite personality now remember we are a teach show and not a talk show we are uh i hate to say nonpartisan because that word is so incredibly abused today nonpartisan you know the the social media fact checkers are supposed to be nonpartisan i mean it's like that movie Princess Bride, you keep using that term. I don't think you know what, I don't think that word means what you think it means. Uh, so um, I'm not going to say nonpartisan, I'm going to say apartisan. I am completely absent of partisanship. I am completely outside of political bias and political motivation. And I think that's why you guys listen, right? You listen because what you get here is the current events from a nonpartisan, truth-based, constitutional perspective. I want to thank you guys. Uh, we had a bit of a surprise yesterday. Uh, just out of the blue, I was scheduled to teach. Well, I mean, not out of the blue. I was actually scheduled to teach today, uh, yesterday in a Zoom meeting for some people in Pennsylvania. But uh, things got kind of weird, so we just went ahead and streamed it live. So yesterday, if you got a notification, then you got a notification that I was streaming live on the uh, state and local government overreach as seen through the lens of the Pennsylvania uh, Constitution. Yeah, Pennsylvania Constitution. I was trying to remember. Yeah. And so what we did was we taught state and local government overreach through the lens of the Constitution of, Pen of the state of Pennsylvania in a way that would help you understand how to look at your own Constitution and determine whether you're seeing federal or state and local overreach. And we got such great feedback from that. I was really excited about it. So it's still up on YouTube. And it doesn't, I mean, you guys are in the chat room. Some of you saw it. I saw that uh, Richard saw it, and who else saw it up there? Oh, Granny saw it, and uh, Pickin' For You saw it in our YouTube chat rooms. And they are telling you, and now I know for a fact, I'm not sure where Gran or, Granny and Pickin' are from, but I can tell you that I know that Richard is not from Pennsylvania. And Richard in the YouTube chat room could probably tell you, Kathy Jones saw it, uh, Richard can probably tell you that it was just as informational for him as a Kansas state person as it would be for somebody that was from Pennsylvania. Let's go do a little housekeeping here. Mac, what is the matter with you? Go lay down. Go lay down, Mac. <laughs> Mac is losing his mind. No, Mac, go lay down. Go, go to your spot and lay down. Thank you. Just a little housekeeping for you. The housekeeping is, there's Mac. The housekeeping is if you get booted, right? This is what happens on YouTube. If you get booted while you're watching, log back in. We're not gone. YouTube is just booting you. 
It's just an effort to drive down the views, right? That's part of the, the AI censorship. They don't like us. They're going to kick us off. So if you get booted, just come back. The stream is not gone. It is not gone. We are still here. Just refresh, okay? So that's how this works. Uh, while you're here, hit the thumbs up. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, ring the bell, and more importantly than not, share. Go right now. See, I'm going to go ahead and you can watch me hit the thumbs up button. I'm going to do that. And then also hit the share button and share. Do this for me. Share it on YouTube for me because I am still banned from YouTube. I have no idea. Not YouTube. Share it to Twitter. Thank you. Share it to Twitter. I am still banned from Twitter. I have no idea when I'm going to be back to Twitter. I don't know if I'm going to be back to Twitter. So if you guys share it then please do it. Yeah, Wordsmith, it, it, that happens. It's really, really weird. Wordsmith says, I've noticed your show starts before YouTube shows it. I don't, I don't know how to fix that, man. I simply do not know how to fix that. Uh, those of you guys in the YouTube chat room, do you guys, if you're here when I turn it on, do you see the very beginning of the show? Because I promise you, we stream for nearly two minutes before I start the show. So I have no idea what's going on with YouTube. Oh, Paula. Paula says, my daughter loves Mac. She looks for him every show. It's like, where's Waldo, right? Where's Mac? Okay, so Doug says he sees it from the very beginning. If you come and you're watching us live from the beginning of the notice, then you will get to see the stuff, right? And as Katie says, sometimes, uh, or I'm sorry, as Ken says, sometimes the notification comes late. So just know we always start at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Same for everybody on Facebook. Same for everybody on uh, Instagram. Oh, see, JC's not with me today, and I totally forgot to set up Instagram. Oh, boy. I think I'll have to move it over today. I won't run it live. We'll just, I'll move the recorded video over to Instagram so people can watch it. Oh, that's what happens when you're used to running with somebody who knows what they're doing. <laughs> so here we go, guys. Uh, I'm going to tell you right off the bat, this is, uh, is going to be an emotional show for me. This is going to be something that I cannot promise you I will not get emotional this way or touched in my heart. So I'm giving you a warning up front, all right? Because this is something that is very, very important. And I actually posted this earlier on Facebook to have a little bit of interaction, with some people so I could get an idea where people are sitting and and I'm going to tell you my heart broke I'll tell you my heart is breaking over what I'm seeing and in we're actually gonna go to my Facebook page and we're going to go through the responses on my Facebook page look please don't harass anybody we, I'm not here to harass people, and sometimes people, not, not the trolls, right? That's, to, that's totally different, and I don't want you to harass trolls either, but 
not the trolls. But what I'm saying is people are genuinely misled. People are genuinely misinformed. People are genuinely deceived. Raise your hand if you were one of those. Raise your hand if you were one of those that was genuinely deceived. Because I can raise two hands. Remember, my history. I am actually, uh, did I say standard time? I said Eastern Standard Time. That's what it's called, EST, Eastern Standard Time. As you know, some of you have been here with my history. You know that I used to be a hardcore socialist. I used to be an, somebody who believed in eugenics. I believed in macroevolution, not microevolution, macroevolution. There's a difference. And I was a persecutor of Christians, a hater of God. Okay? So this is my background. I don't want anybody to jump on people like that. We have to we have to convince and convert people to the truth. Now remember the show we did on on identifying trolls and and dealing with trolls, you're going to identify at some point in time that that these people are unreachable. And that was fine, right? But Always start off, and that's the way I do this. I always start off with a hope and a desire to reach the people who, were, who are like I was. Somebody took time. Somebody took time and patience and love. Somebody had the perseverance, the consistency to help me see that I was believing lies. I never had an epiphany moment. I never had a, ah, kind of thing. I think my brain is too stubborn. I'm too set in my ways. And, and people who know anything about me know that I don't like change. If, if I get in my groove and my groove is working, don't overturn my apple cart. It works. Don't make me find my system all over again. So I don't change easily. So I had a transformation process. And I want to know, I want us to be that. Because you see, it doesn't do us any good if we can't convince and convert those who are deceived. And I would rather people be part of the solution than the problem. Understand that there are not just simple leftists that are deceived. There are people who fully consider themselves conservatives. I have met people who fully considered themselves constitutionalists who are still deceived. And I have discovered, maybe more so now than lately, there's a lot of people who throw around that word woke, who think they're woke. They ain't woke. They ain't woke. If you think woke, is how you feel about Donald Trump. You ain't woke. If the definition of your woke is how you feel about Donald Trump, 
is how you feel about Nancy Pelosi, is how you feel about Ocasio-Cortez. You're not woke yet. I don't mean to say that out of hate. I'm not judging. I'm just saying you got to go deeper than that. Because it's not about personalities. It's not about politics. It's about principle. Woke is identifying the principles in both parties. Or, (laughs) as more common than not today, the lack thereof. So maybe I'm just giving this to you to sort of ease you into the whole process today. To ease you in because I I realize this might be one of those shows where people will unsubscribe or people will will just, you know, the, the, the comfort zone will be will be tested today. The comfort zone will be tested today. So I'm trying to sort of ease you into it. Right. Sit down, buckle in. Please buckle in and, and, and try not to have the initial emotional reaction, okay? Larry Clark, that's kind of funny. Larry Clark says, I know a lot of you all don't like Rush, but I would still be a college-trained social justice nut if not for Rush. I started listening to him in 88. I think Rush started my path too. I mean, he wasn't the cause of my transformation. But I do think that how Rush spoke to people is what first planted the questions in my head. So it's not about personality, people. It's about principle. Everybody ready? Everybody buckled in? Everybody ready to get their teach on today? Oregon State Police Troopers deputized by feds. This is not a good thing, people. This is not a good thing in any way, shape, or form. And I'm going to repeat myself. This is not a good thing. As a matter of fact, it is so far the opposite of a good thing that it's beyond being a bad thing. It is like a bad thing to Pluto and back bad thing. Exponentially bad thing. Portland, Oregon. Oregon State Police Troopers have been deputized by the federal government. That means they can act on behalf of the feds even though they work for a state agency. In a statement, the Oregon State Police said it has worked with the U.S. Attorney's Office to review arrests but it didn't confirm any of the people it had arrested had been charged federally. Deputized by the federal government to be federal police. This is a very, very bad thing. Now what's interesting to me and what bothers me is how we look at this How we review this, how we see this as a good thing. I realize that people are frustrated by watching what's happening in Portland. I feel you. 
but expanding federal power and jurisdiction over state and local authority is not and cannot ever be the answer. This is a clock you will not turn back. You cannot stuff this toothpaste back in the tube. It cannot happen. And this is the beginning of a standing army. This is how the federal reign over America begins. Now, I realize over time, through the expansion of federal authority, and this is, was the beginning, was actually 1885 with the changing of our education and how we taught things and how we believe things and how we actually understand things. We have been groomed. We have been groomed into the situation where even people who are conservatives, even people who believe themselves to be constitutionalists, can accept that expanding federal power to jurisdiction over the state and local government is a good thing. The only way you can believe that is through decades and decades and decades of deception. The only way you can believe that. You cannot unring that bell. It will not happen. You see, the power that you give to Donald Trump today is the power that the president next will have. Who will be that president next? Well, let's just, let's just look at this for a second. All right? I, I forgot to type this up today, but I'm going to go ahead and put it in right now because this is something that I go to. It wouldn't be, won't be hard to find for us, and I'll pull up the page so you can see it. Okay? This is actually, this is actually Wikipedia, okay? This is actually Wikipedia. <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and fix my little page here for you so you can see it better. There we go. All right, so this is Wikipedia. And in this Wikipedia page, list of presidents of the United States. Now, you know that I don't go to Wikipedia as an end source, but you do know that I use Wikipedia as a way to reach out to other sources. Now, this is a great source because you can't mess this, this particular piece of information up. It's simply a chronological list. Now, let me show you something. Let me show you. This, is, this ought to be part of your woke journey. All right? So here is a list of U.S. presidents. Now, we're going to scroll down, okay? We're going to scroll down past the parties. Now, we're going to get to the part where we get to just simply Republican and Democrat parties, okay? Just Republican and just Democrats. So we have to get past Andrew Johnson. Uh, we got to get past Ulysses S. Grant. And now we're into the era of just Republicans, now watch how this goes. Beginning in 1877, Republican, Republican, Republican. The only time you'll see that happen. Ready? Democrat, Republican, Democrat, 
Republican, Republican. Oh, that's right. The third time. Second time. Republican, Democrat. Now watch as we move closer to modern day. Democrat. Oh, look, Woodrow Wilson. Republican, 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 Democrat, Democrat, Republican. Look what happens. We're getting closer. Democrat, Democrat, Republican, Republican, Democrat, Republican, Republican, Democrat, Republican, Democrat, Republican. Now I want you to notice, okay? <clears throat> these are changes. These these are changes. We have gone from multiple parties, different parties, Whig, Democratic, Republican, National Union, National Union, Republican, 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 Democrat. Watch how they trade off. Are you watching this? When was the last time you had someone that was not a Republican or a Democrat? Republican, Democrat, it's always a trade-off. Democrat, Democrat, Republican. Democrat, Democrat, Republican, Republican. Democrat. Now you get a Republican twice. You get a Republican. You get a Democrat twice. You get a Republican twice. You get a Democrat twice. Do you see this? They have figured out how to trade off power. They have figured out how to, to ensure the illusion that there is a difference between the parties. We just trade. You have a Republican uh, president today, and when they term out, you'll get a Democrat president until they term out. And then you'll get a Democrat, a Republican president until they term out. This is an illusion to keep you thinking that there's actually a battle going on between the Republicans and the Democrats. But the truth is, the establishment is both parties. You have two different feet on the same body. You have the Republican foot taking a step, and then you have a Democrat foot taking the step, and then you have a Republican foot taking the step, and a Democrat foot taking the step. But mind you, each and every time they step forward in this review of your lists of presidents, let's go back here to our Democrat-Republican trade-off, right? Here is your Democrat-Republican trade-off. Each time, it is a step forward of the same body with a different foot. Never in all of this time has government ever, it doesn't matter who it is, ever gotten smaller. Never has gov government ever gotten smaller through any of these presidential offices. Never, 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 never. Each time, each administration moves further into expansion of federal power. And then, right, the right foot steps forward in federal power, expansion of federal power. Well, look, the left foot gains from that step forward and moves a step forward again 
in expansion of federal power. So when I tell you, most clearly in my heart, that what you are seeing now is not a good thing because this expansion of federal power moving greater law enforcement into the state and local level from the federal government means that when let me let me just go ahead and put this back up here for you just so you can see it when the democrat becomes president again the power you consent to give to donald trump will be a move forward in power for that democrat president now let's just be very clear how these times are going when that radical leftist democrat becomes president next whether it's this election or four years, you will have a Democrat president next. You will have it. And chances are it will be a radical leftist. The next thing you know, your consent to this authority your consent to this authority is now an authority in the hands of the radical leftist administration. Federal government exercising federal control over the state and local government in the hands of the radical leftist. You will not take that back. And who will be the identified domestic terrorists then? I don't have to be a prophet to predict that for you. I don't have to be a prophet to tell you how that works. Look back under the Obama administration and see how real peaceful protesters on federal property were treated when Barack Obama was in office. Think about that. You put an even more radical, bolder leftist, progressive leftist into office. You, it, it's just crazy. Think about the change. The governor of Oregon... The current governor of Oregon, Kate Brown, was the governor of Oregon during the Malhar protest. The current governor of Oregon during a truly peaceful protest. No buildings burned down. No destruction of property. I know the propaganda came out that they destroyed property. That was an absolute lie. There was no property destroyed. They actually cleaned up property. 
The current governor of Oregon was the governor of Mal uh, was the governor of Oregon during Malhar and begged the federal government to come in and take control, not of the federal refuge, but of Burns, Oregon. The sheriff of Harney County, Oregon, begging the federal government to come in and take control. When a peaceful protest of people who were standing against federal government overreach, they were protesting the federal government's theft of our farmers' lands. And the governor of Oregon and the sheriff of Harney County floor of Oregon were begging, begging the people the federal government to come in and take control. Same governor, same state, different city, and now the feds are not allowed to come in. Not allowed to come in. What's the difference here, people? The difference is the agenda. They want the chaos. They want the destruction. They want the violence. They were not happy when the protest was against the federal government and was nonviolent. They did not want people to see the victory in nonviolent protest. But they want the violence. They want the chaos. Why? Because the left foot is waiting to take its step forward after the right foot expands federal power. They know they will benefit from this when their radical progressive leftist becomes president. They are waiting for, waiting for that step forward. Can I say to you without the accusation of a tinfoil hat on my head? They want the chaos because they want the federal power. because they want the control over us. This step is the step in complete reign of the federal government over the people. Cry to eliminate... Can, can, you, can you even wrap your brain around this? I thought that all of this was about bad cops. And yet the same people that are screaming, bad cop, bad cop, defund the police, are in the, in the streets cheering? Federal police? Really? They're cheering federal power. Because you see, the left Progressive leftist Marxists cannot take over America as long as the integrity of the Constitution remains. They cannot do it. They cannot destroy the Constitution on their own. So they must create the crisis to get the people to consent to the destruction of the Constitution. 
How do you do that? How do you get people to consent to the destruction of the Constitution? Because the Constitutionalists, the Conservatives, the Republicans are typically, historically the ones these days that are crying to stay with the Constitution. How do you get them to destroy the Constitution? You put the destruction in the hands of their guy. And then you champion it. As you see, this is a perfect storm. The Trump administration has been all about, we're not getting involved at the state level. We're not getting involved at the local level. We're going to follow the Constitution. We're going to tell you, you ask us, right? Because we know the Constitution says the only way we can jump in and get involved is if you invite us. What has changed? What has changed? Why would an administration so adamant, we're not going to enforce federal mandates on at the state and local level. We're not going to get involved in Portland at the local level. The Constitution says you must invite us. What has changed? Nothing. Just politics. Just politics. You see, the left has put up a scenario that blames Trump for the problems in Oregon. A rational, sentient, educated, thinking person knows Donald Trump is not at fault for what is happening in Portland. Yet the narrative is beating like a nasty, incessive, annoying drum. Or like that, that fire alarm, right? When your, when your fire alarm in your house and the battery goes down and you get that beep, Beep. Beep. And you try to ignore it because maybe you don't have a 9-volt battery in the house at the moment and you don't have time to go get it. And you just hear beep. Beep. And then you start twitching. Beep. Uh, right beforehand. That's what the narrative in the media is like. Trump's America. Trump's fault. This is Trump's fault. No, it's not Trump's fault. Trump is not God. Trump is not Jesus. Trump has no control over people. And as a matter of fact, the president of the United States has no authority over the local and state governments. None. Read Article 2. It's not there. And yet, it continues. Trump's America. Trump's fault. Trump's not doing anything. Trump. 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 And now politically, politically, the only response to stop the beat of that drum, that incessant, infernal beeping, is for Trump to find an excuse to stop it so he can say, see, I stopped it, it's not my fault. But now... The establishment cabal, the deep state, has exactly what they want. They have expansion of federal authority over the state and local government like we have not seen since the Civil War. And we have the people who claim to be constitutionalists ushering it in with a bullhorn, a praise, and a parade. 
Milton says in his super chat, if Fed law enforcement is illegitimate, how legit is a federal deputy? <laughs> it's not legitimate at all. I sort of scratch my head, the federal government deputizing people. What the heck does that even mean? Find me the constitutional authority for the federal government to deputize people. That's authority that only rests in the hands of the sheriff. Your police chief can't deputize people. We don't have federal sheriffs. We don't have federal sheriffs. We have federal police. Police don't deputize. That is the authority of the sheriff as a constitutional elected representative of the people. Federal police are not elected by the people. They're not constitutional representatives. My goodness, the Department of Homeland Security is not a a representative of the people. The Department of Justice is not a representative of the people. And their infiltration of our governments at the state and local level is not only unconstitutional, it is a violent attack on our constitutional republic. Matthew Birdsey gives us a super chat today, a grant super chat today. Thank you so much for that grant super chat. You guys, supporting us is so important now more than ever as we're watching social media not just simply censor us anymore, but strike us down. Banned on Twitter. I should have like a little banner there. That says banned on Twitter. I'll see if JC can make me one. Banned on Twitter. Matthew says, I don't think the plan under Trump for state to give up authority. In Kenosha yesterday, the sheriff applauded the tool uh, the feds brought in. Not like feds and Lavoie Finicum superseding the sheriff's authority in Oregon. Opinion. No. No. Whether the sheriff likes it or not. It is not a good authority. Do you know how many sheriffs in America sign away their authority through mutual jurisdiction agreements? Your sheriff, the sheriff wants this because they want the federal money. The sheriff wants this because they want the federal power. I want you to see with federal power comes impunity, comes immunity. Federal agents hide. Federal agents are not accountable. Like I said, this is supposed to be a bad about bad cops. Give me a stinking break. It's not about bad cops because if you put federal cops in charge, there'll be no accountability whatsoever. Lavoy Finnegan was executed. And the people, the people don't care because they think it's a good thing. I want to talk to you about these responses these questions that I got on Facebook. I want to show this. Now, again, this is just a teaching thing. So no, no, no beating up people. Okay? So here we go. Are you ready? I disagree. Right? I disagree Portland and Seattle both need to be brought back under control. Most federal officers are given peace officer status already, and many civilian officers who work task forces are federally deputized. In the situations of Portland and Seattle, by making the arrests under federal jurisdiction, the local anti-police prosecutors are bypassed, and local mayors and governors are taken out of the loop. I want you to understand why that's a bad thing. What 
what this person is actually saying. Maybe I won't put the names up there. I'll just read them to you, and you can so that way you guys won't know who's saying them, and you know there won't be a temptation to go back. Bypassing local government by the federal government is not a good thing. What exactly, what control do you have over federal police? Can I ask you that question? What control do you have over federal police? The answer is none. Absolutely zero. You have control over your local police. The fact that we have chosen not to exercise that control is why we're in the situation that we're in. But make no mistake, you have control because you pay the police chief. You pay the city council that hires the police chief. You can camp out at the police chief's office and make a difference. You have control over your sheriff. Just because we have refused to exercise that control doesn't mean we don't have it. When was the last time you paid a federal police officer's paycheck? When was the last time you actually even knew a federal police officer's name? No control. You cannot let these people be bypassed. You cannot. Getting a yes, Portland and Seattle both need to be brought under control. But the answer is not, cannot, can never be federal government control. Because that control, that is a grip that will not be let loose. You, you will not hold these officers accountable. And, I'll, uh, and, and this idea that federal officers are given peace officer status. Okay, can we just be clear? There is no constitutional authority for federal police outside Washington, D.C. and U.S. territories. Once a federal police officer steps off federal property... Maybe federal police at federal courtrooms, federal courthouses. There is no authority for federal police off, off federal property. Once they step off federal property, they have no jurisdiction. Do you realize that your sheriff has no jurisdiction in the neighboring county? If your sheriff has to go to a neighboring county to do something, he has to actually call the neighboring county sheriff and ask for permission to do that. That's the same with the federal police. Once they leave federal property, they have no jurisdiction. Why do you think they seek out these mutual jurisdictions? Why do you think they seek out permission from the sheriff? Because legally and constitutionally speaking, they have no authority once they step off federal property. Yes, they need to be, yes, Portland, yes, Oregon needs to be put back under control. But a federal control in Oregon and Portland is a federal control over you when the leftist radical Marxist president be, holds office yet. <laughs> Here's one. It may not be a good thing, but the troopers are glad. They didn't want to go in there and deal with this because the local officials won't prosecute anyone they arrested. This is just, I, I don't even know how to tell you how disturbing this is. 
What about the innocent residents in Portland? Who's going to stand up for them? Can I explain to you that the federal government is not standing up for the innocent people in Portland? The federal government is not standing up for your rights? Over the last 150 years, the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Justice have carved out exceptions for themselves with the permission of the Supreme Court of the United States not to secure your rights, but to circumvent them. If these Democrat-run states refuse to step in and stop the burning of these cities to ashes, then it's time to step up the game and protect the lives and the businesses in these states. If you disagree, then you're nothing more than a supporter of anarchy in America. Seriously? Seriously. I bet you do not understand what the definition of anarchy actually is. If you agree with that statement, then what you agree with is unlimited government power. Unlimited government force in your backyard. Let me explain how this works. When you don't have authority to do something, there is nothing to limit your ability to do it. The federal government has no authority to do this. So there are no parameters under which they shall operate. The Constitution doesn't govern over this. They're already outside the Constitution. And if you want to look at it from a Democrat and Republican perspective, if you want to look at that from a Democrat and Republican perspective, then look at it from this direction. The Democrat states that are be, being accused, right? The, the, this was a statement. Democrat-run states refuse to step in and stop the burning of these cities to ashes. Then it's time to step up the game and protect the lives and the businesses in the states. Okay, so now you have a radical leftist Marxist president who says, if the Republican-run states will not step in and ensure that monuments are torn down, that churches are shut down, that affirmative action is the law of the land, not equal rights for all, but social justice for all. If these Republican-run states refuse to step up and stop everything that we deem to be harmful to the environment. If these Republican-run states refuse to step in and force vaccinations on people, if these Democrat, if these Republican-run states refuse to step up and mandate that every child go to a government school and that no homeschoolers are allowed anymore, that no private schools are allowed, that no Christian schools are allowed, then it's time for the, the Democrats to step up the game and protect the children. 
If these Republican-run states refuse to step in and stop gun violence and collect all the guns owned by the American people, then it's time for the Democrats in control to step up the game and protect lives and take guns. See, this is what people like this are advocating. When you disagree... When you agree with what is happening, you are agreeing with the leftist radical Marxists coming in and using federal forces to take your guns when they're in charge. That's what you're advocating for. That is what you're doing. I would normally agree, but the alternative is worse. We have a Democrat communist authoritarians who are destroying big cities. And, and so if we don't have someone, even the military takeover there, won't be any cities left and they'll all be burned and bankrupt. Instead, however, right? So we're going to ask it. This guy even says military needs to come in. This action will give Democrat authoritarians the federal authority with permission of people to destroy America when their president is in office in four years. A minimum of four years. So what's the solution? Right? That's what everybody's saying. So what's the solution? I want to know. See, this is, this is the question. This is the question that I have. Right? You have to know these facts first. You're not giving, number one, you're not giving Trump power to fix things. You're giving this power to the radical leftists who that will be president after Trump. Fact number two, you're not rejoicing over law and order in Portland. You're rejoicing over standing federal forces marching down your street and declaring you domestic terrorist that is not beyond comprehension mind you because when barack obama was president and janet napolitano was in the department of homeland security the department of homeland security issued a federal report issued a federal uh, a federal official report that the definition of a domestic terrorist was someone who uses the word liberty and believes in the ideologies professed by our founding fathers. That is word, those are words from an official Department of Homeland Security report when Barack Obama was president and Janet Napolitano was the Department of Homeland Security head. And now, rejoicing over Donald Trump having this power is rejoicing over, over Barack Obama having a power tenfold when somebody tenfold of Barack Obama is in, 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 in office. So I want to know. I want to know, please. Why is it that we're stuck with the only solution is government? You're not making a choice here. This is not a choice between state government or federal government. This is being driven down this, the only into the only, just like a cattle prod, sticking us and making us going down one path. We think we're having a choice. We think we're choosing something. No, you're choosing government. It's the only choice. Why is it that government is our only choice? The real option. 
The only real option is when the state and local government will not do their job. The power returns to the source of their power. The source of power for state and local government is the people, not the federal government. Federal government doesn't give the state and local government power. The people give the, federal, the state and local government power. Go read your state constitution. Your state constitution in its Declaration of Rights will say, all political power is derived from the people. I don't want to hear your excuses. Seriously, in the chat room, if you're about to type something that says, but Chrisanne, stop. May a thousand fleas infect your armpits so you cannot write. But Chrisanne, I'm done with excuses. Excuses are for losers. And we are not losers. We are Americans and we are winners from the get-go. Please, no more excuses. The solution has, go read your state constitution. It says all political power is derived from the people. When, the fa- when your state and local government refuses to do what you've delegated power to them to do, the power returns to the people to do it themselves. Stop sitting around like a bunch of, of helpless victims and say, please, Donald Trump, come help us. No, help yourself. Do you know what happened? I mean, if you're a student... At Liberty First University. If you're a student at Liberty First University, you know the answer to this question already because you've already had the class. If you've been in my class called uh, the um, uh, Disarming America, which is also at Liberty First University online, Disarming America. So if you're a student at LibertyFirstUniversity.com and you have yet to, to take the class, the Disarming of America, you need to go take that class. I teach that class in public as well. So if you've been a student and you know this, then you have to know what happened when the governor of Massachusetts attempted to stop political as, uh, public assemblies and disarm the people. When one governor tried to disarm one town, when one governor passed a law that said you cannot have a public meeting, the people didn't sit around and wring their hands and point their fingers, oh, look at that, I'm glad I don't live in Massachusetts. No. The people got activated. The people assembled. They didn't say, oh, but I might go to jail. Oh, but I might, somebody might be angry at me. Somebody might judge me. No, they said, this is liberty. This is a gift from God. And this is more important than life itself. Because without liberty, my life is slavery. And I refuse to live in slavery. So guess what? We're going to nip this in the bud right now. Because what they said was the governor of Massachusetts in 1774 was declaring war on the rights of the people. And they were not going to stand by and stop and, and let it happen. People from all over the colonies began marching on Boston. 
and Salem and Concord to defend the rights of the people they didn't even know and they didn't even live with. So you know what the solution is? It is, has been, has been, and always will be the people. And when the people make excuses, apathy, ignorance, laziness, that's when the only solution is government. So what do you do? You stand up. You speak out. You assemble. You take back your property. You guard each other's property. You know, most of the problem here in America is that we've been systematically disarmed already. If we're not actually physically disarmed, we're mentally disarmed. We don't even understand that we have a right to protect our property and that that property includes our businesses. Right. Because we have been talked into the fact that we don't even own our businesses anymore. We have to get permission slips from government to do our businesses. The solution is not suing the government. The solution is not begging for government help. The solution is not destroying the Constitution so federal troops can come in and take control. The solution is the people taking back their governments and getting under control. That's the solution. And you have to do it. And you can't make excuses. You cannot make excuses. There is no excuse to allow lawlessness to happen in your communities. There is no justifiable excuse. Let's say that. I'm not talking about vigilante justice. I'm talking about defense of property. Don't start a fight, but you can defend it. Don't go seeking out to murder and destroy, but you have an inalienable, natural right to defend your life, your liberty, and your property. And if you do not have an individual, inalienable right to defend your life, your liberty, and your property, then you must throw your hands up and admit at this point in time that you are a slave. And once you admit you are a slave, then you must realize you have to do everything necessary to become a freeman again. Stand your ground. Defend your property. Defend your neighbors. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and endowed by, their creator, by our creator with certain unalienable rights. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. Pursuit of happiness is not social justice. It's not welfare. It's not government handouts. Pursuit of happiness is independence through property ownership. That is not Chris Ann Hall making things up. That is an absolute fact. And if you want to know that fact, then you need to come at, you need to ask me to teach that class to you or become a student at libertyfirstuniversity.com because that class is going up very soon. What pursuit of happiness actually means. Not a three-bedroom, two-bath house in an affluent neighborhood with a vacation every year and a flat-screen TV. That's part. It's the control. It's the ownership. It's independence from government control. 
So don't tell me I'm not giving you solutions. I'm giving you solutions. Don't give me excuses. There is no excuse. There are ways to stand. There are ways to resist. Peaceful non-compliance is the most important and powerful tool you can have. Use it. And I'm not telling you as someone who hasn't lived it. Go read my story and find out why I'm here. It's because liberty is worth more than my life. Why? Because it's not my liberty. It's the liberty that belongs to my son that I'm fighting for. And I will be held eternally responsible when I stand before God himself for what I've done with the gifts that he's given me. And I will not stand before the one who gave me those gifts and made me and make excuses for why I did nothing while wickedness trampled them and made my son a slave. So you can cast your stones at me. You can give me your excuses. You can sit behind your keyboard in your comfortable chair and tell me how I'm wrong. But I will stand clear and clean in my conscience as I stand before my maker and know that I did everything that I could possibly do to help others do everything they could possibly do. And I am not doing this for Donald Trump. I am not doing this against Nancy Pelosi. I am doing this because I love my God and I love my son and I love my country. A republic, if you can keep it. We still have time. You still have time. It will work. Learn how to, who you can speak to. Learn, to con learn how to convince and convert. And take your stand with boldness and courage and conviction. If your cause is just, if your principles pure, if your course is prudent, you need not fear a multitude of opposing hosts. Don't give me excuses, please. Don't tell me all the obstacles. Find the solutions. Now I am going to be on, quite frankly, today, which started like five minutes ago. So hop over to, quite frankly, on YouTube, and you can see our conversation there. Thank you for joining Mac and I today. <laughs> He's showing you his belly. <laughs> Thank you for joining Mac and I today. Uh, JC will be back with us tomorrow. No more excuses, guys. Find your solutions. God bless. See you tomorrow.